we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hey CJ, remember that one time? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fucking epic. You're listening to Remember, remember that, that One Time, the Inappropriate Storytime Podcast with CJ and Chris. And these are not your mama's fairy tales. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is Remember That One Time with your hosts, Chris Wells. And CJ Davenport. And we have a very special one-off episode for you guys this week for anyone who's listening. Uh, we did take a short hiatus. We are getting back on that. But in the meantime, here's a special episode entitled Remember That One Time We Tried Internet Dating. Now, I'll say try, because CJ mostly tried. I was successful and actually met my husband online. But before we got to this point, there was a very interesting, I'd say, what, two years, year and a half? of years. <laughs> of, <laughs> of really bad dates. And, oh, boy, do we have some stories for you. So we will start off. We do you want to do all of yours and then I do all of mine, or do we want to zigzag? Let's zigzag. Let's okay. bounce them like a volleyball. Nice. Ball. And I said ball. <laughs> do you want to start us off? Oh god. Where to start? Um okay, so I guess we should start at the very beginning. So let me take you back to a time ten years ago. If that even, like, internet dating was around 10 years ago, like, that tells you how old I am. Like, ooh. Anyways. (laughs) So, um, 10 years ago, I was, um, just getting out of a long relationship, um, broke up with my, uh, high school fiance right before the wedding, and I'm like, okay, I took, like, a, a couple of months to just, like, run wild in the city, and, Then I was like, all right, I guess, you know, I should probably try to settle down a little bit, find somebody. And um, so I got on internet dating. And this is before, I think this was before Match and eHarmony. At least I hadn't heard of those things. So I just, I think, honestly, I think I just Googled. (laughs) I think I Googled internet dating. And the first thing. Google boyfriend. Pretty much. Find me a boyfriend stat. (laughs) And, um. The first thing that popped up was uh, Plenty of Fish. And so I'm like, okay, well, it's, you know, original kind of name for a dating site. So I'm like, all right, I'll try it out. And I got on there, made myself a profile, and, like, right away just bombarded. Like, if you can imagine, like, swimming in a sea of dicks, that's what it was like. Get out your floaties. Get out your floaties. Because I was up to my eyeballs, literally. I mean, like, the dick pics just poured in. I'm like, I didn't even ask. Where did this come from? Unsolicited. Unsolicited. That's... So, I think that was about the start of, like, unsolicited dick pics. Like, that whole phrase, I'm pretty sure that was coined about ten years ago. Whenever this whole internet dating thing started. I'm just like, oh, my God. So, anyways... um, I waded through all of those and found uh, somebody that actually didn't send me a dick pic, which was refreshing. And uh, he seemed nice, so I talked to him, you know, and I told him the whole spiel about, you know, we hadn't, I, I just, I needed some time. I'm like, look, can we just talk for a little while? Like, I'm not trying to meet you tomorrow. Like, no offense, but let's just, 
you know, get to know each other a little bit. You know, and this is, this is back before like unlimited texting. So like I had oh, like, God. I had like 80 text messages a month. So I'm like, I don't know you. I'm not going to waste my 80 text messages on you. You're going to have to pick up the phone and call me old fashioned. Call me on the phone. And after nine, because it's free. <laughs> and so, um, so we talked for, um, several weeks, I think. And, uh, and so he was like, you know, do you think you would be okay if we, if we met up and maybe had dinner or something? And I'm like, yeah, sure. That sounds nice. And, and I mean, he was respectable guy. He sounded really, you know, just nice guy. Um, he had a good job and, um, so I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to go well. I I have a feeling this is going to go well. And so he calls me up the night before we're supposed to meet up and he's like, I got to tell you something. I'm like, oh my God, here it is. What? What he is has it? a wife and kids in you Singapore. Got, yeah, wife and kids in Singapore. You got herpes Ghana AIDS. What is it? Like, what could it possibly be? And he's like, so I have this deformity. And I'm like, oh, God. No oh, my God. He's got micro penis. I know all about that. What the hell? <laughs> and um, so, no, he spouted off this medical term. I'm like, I've never even heard of that. And he's like, well... I like I have like this this claw thing. I'm like, did you just call it a claw? And he's like, yeah, that's kind of the best way to describe it. It's a claw. He's crap. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So I'm like, whatever. I mean, like, how bad could it possibly be? I've seen pictures of this guy. We're Facebook friends, or no, MySpace. We're MySpace. <laughs> Facebook wasn't even around. <laughs> Or it was just like it was in it was the a baby. yeah it was in its beta stage or something like I don't think it was even made public yet I don't know but um we were MySpace friends and so I like went back and looked at his MySpace pictures and I'm like I don't I I don't see any anything weird but then it occurred to me he said my right hand not my just right hand only not my left and so I went back and I looked and I was like oh okay i get it because his right arm was either like he was either turned to his left side or had his right arm around somebody his right arm was not showing in any of the pictures and now i get it as to why and so i'm like it's fine it's whatever i can handle this i got this i so have this no discrimination no i'm i'm not gonna be that girl i've invested far too much time i'm gonna get a free meal out of this you know so so we went to uh we went to eat and you know he pulls up in the parking lot and he calls me and he's like i'm here and so we met at the front door and i was just like i'm like how do you shake hands like do you hug do, Bump what, nubs. what do you do i don't know what to do i don't know what to do and so i just couldn't stop looking at it and i felt bad because i mean you know, I know he knew that I was looking and I'm like, no, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I have to push through this. At least through to dessert. You know, I have to. So, um, <laughs> I just kept, like, watching how he used it. Like, I thought maybe it would just hang there. Like, you know, maybe it didn't move. Maybe it didn't have any nerve endings and it just hung there. But he was using it. Like, he unwrapped his straw with it. And put it in his drink. And, oh, God. He unfolded his napkin and put it in. It, it was just, I don't know. It was something. It was something. 
And so I'm just like, I can't. I can't. get. How do I get out of this? Get me out of this. I have to find a way out. Before you die laughing. Before I die. I, I don't know what to do. And But that's the thing. Other than that, he was a great guy. And so at the end of the day, like, besides the claw, everything was fantastic. We had great conversation. He's cute. I'm like, he's got a good job. He seems to have a nice family. He's got his head screwed on straight. What the hell am I supposed to do? But think about what <clears throat> you missed. He, that claw, if it was oh. if it was done the right way, it could hit the perfect spot. Nope. Not even worth it. Not even worth it. It was like it was like two sausages with oversized fingernails. It was like it was just oh it was so bad. So anyways, end of the date, it went well. He thought it went well. He asked me out on another date. What am I supposed to say? No, I can't go. I can't see you again because you have a claw. And this is before ghosting people was acceptable. Exactly. Like, you were just shunned for life. I mean, what What am I supposed to do? Like, I, no, I'm not going to go out again with you and your claw. Like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to, like, he's using it to do all these other things. It seems like a completely functional appendage for him. I'm waiting for him to, like, reach over and brush my hair out of my face with one of the sausage fingers like I can't deal with this I'm not equipped for this and so but you know like an idiot I'm I'm a pussy so you went on that second I went on the second yes I did I went on the second date and it was the same exact thing you know we went out to eat and I just kept watching it and all these things that he could do with it and I'm just like I I I can't get me out of this he asked me on a third date I'm like, okay, one of these days I'm going to grow a set, but that day's not today. So, yes, I will go out with you again. Thank God nothing physical happened <laughs> within these two dates because I just couldn't. I'm like, don't you touch me with that thing. I will, I will come at you like a spider monkey if you touch me with that thing. <laughs> and so, third date, went out on the third date, everything. And I can tell, like, I mean, he... He, he hugged me and he kissed me on the third date and I'm like, okay, he's wanting to get physical with his claw and I just, I can't. I'm going to have to find a way out of this. So, went home. He called me that night and asked me out on a fourth date and I was like, okay, you know, my, my schedule at work is kind of crazy, which is bullshit because, I mean, I work for a doctor's office. We have the same, we're, we're open the same days, the same hours every single week nothing ever changes i just panicked i didn't know what to say i'm like oh you know how people do they're like oh things are so crazy at work that's like the go-to excuse like so i use the stock excuse and so i'm like i just gotta think i just need some time to think about this and thank god thank god the next day he so like this is before like texting pictures so he emailed me a picture and I, I can see the little paper clip attachment, and so I don't know what it is. And I open it up, and it is a picture of his desk at work. And he, I'm so glad you said desk. Desk, yes. <laughs> it's a picture of his desk at work, and he has spelled out, I love Courtney, in pennies. In pennies. If you, want, if you want to get exact, there was 126 of them. So apparently I'm only worth $1.26. But it said, I love Courtney. 
and I was just like, I don't know. Backpedal yeah, real quick. Let's get out of this. And so I sent her a message and I was like, you know, I just think that you're getting way too attached and I just, I'm not ready for this. And, you know, I just think you need to find somebody that's, you know, on the same level as you because that ain't me. <laughs> what I really wanted to say was find someone with a claw hand with three fingers and put it with your two and you'll have a whole hand. But I didn't say that because that's mean. So, Yeah. That was that was my first time. That was the claw. That was the claw. Well, my first <laughs> foray, I jumped on to, I believe it was plenty of fish as well because, <laughs> hey, it's free. I thought you were going to say I jumped onto a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it just started out as texting at first and uh, started out, I met this 50-something-year-old guy because I had put in my dating profile that I wanted someone in extremely intelligent and sophisticated and I got this 50 year old guy texting me in old English like Shakespearean so I had to get out my Shakespeare books and like decode what he was saying in order to answer him back and it lasted for a little bit but he was like my fair lady tis time for me to scurry on to the next and I'm like okay have fun bye and so that was the very first type of thing. Then, I mean, there were there were quite a few that were just texting, but I'm really there were so many. Was there there was elevator face? That guy we called him that because it looked <laughs> like when you step into an elevator and the doors closed, it's like his fish was squished like this. And so he was a problem. And he was a guy. He was so pushy. This is something about online dating is if, A, you don't get a unsolicited dick pic within 30 seconds, you're lucky. But, B, if you ever, like, tell a guy no, the very first thing that's going to happen is this is what the conversation <laughs> will be like. Hi, sweetie. And you reply like with like, oh, I'm sorry, but you're not really my type. And his response will be like, you're a fat hooker whore and you fuck pigs and I hate you and you should go die. Yeah, and you're like, much. excuse me, what? <laughs> Where if did I, that come if from? If all of those things, why did you just try to get with me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is how Elevator Face was. And every time I would talk to him, it would be like, show me insert body part. And I'd be like, LOL, no. And he would just keep pushing, come on, do it. And I'm like, dude, I'm at work. And he's like, I don't care, go to the bathroom, do an upskirt. And I'm like, no, dude, no. And so yeah, so eventually I handed my phone over to CJ and I'm like, rip this guy something good. And so she did. <laughs> she let into him with like five paragraphs <coughs> of... Like, I hope you trip and fall into a volcano. Please tell me you saved it. Did you I, save it? Did I, you have it somewhere? I might in my email somewhere, but I don't have it at hand right now. Damn. It was fantastic. <laughs> and so that's elevator face like, was pushy pushy. Why Why do I always resort to online bullying? I don't know. Well, <laughs> you have to bully the back the bullies. bully. I'm sorry. Um, and so after elevator phase, what did it naturally, there was, Fat Sweaty Tim. There was, oh my God, I forgot about Fat Sweaty Tim. <laughs> that, that was my first legit online hookup oh. at the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> it was awful. So, so before the hookup at the Red Roof Inn, please believe I used to drive to the cemetery on the road where I grew up. 
and totally had phone sex in the cemetery a couple of times. She woke up the dead, trust me. True story. Like, there's probably still a mark on the tombstones. (laughs) Dripping. It was fantastic. And so, after our phone calls, we decided to meet up at the Red Roof Inn, and nothing happened because... He came out of the shower and was still stinky. It was that bad. So it was like a lot of, ooh, okay, fine, I'll rub your shoulders if that's something that you're into. Like, I tried to be all cute in my heels and whatever the sky sky highs, thigh highs and everything. And it just, I eventually texted CJ and I was like, this is not working. I have to leave right now. SOS. (laughs) SOS, exactly. (laughs) So I lit out of there as soon as I could. And I had almost forgot about Fat Sweaty Tim. Thank How you for could that. You forget about I Fat have Sweaty no idea. Tim. And what was what was after Fat Sweaty Tim? Like I said there, I don't have enough fingers to count. Yeah. If you used fingers, toes, my fingers and toes, Ben's <laughs> fingers and toes, everyone in this apartment's fingers and toes. I know. It, it was awful. Well, while I think West, of my the West Memphis possum killer that was a f- that was a little bit further on, but while I think of who my next one is, what's your next? Well, there was the next the actual next one after him. It wasn't really anything that funny. He was just one of those dudes that like he he just wore way too much jewelry and way too much cologne. And I don't know why, but I was like, is his name Guido? And no, I don't even remember what his name was actually. Yeah, it was just like hey, you could come to church with me. I don't know why I thought that was a suitable date. It's not, FYI. Just in case anybody out there is wondering, it's not a suitable date. Don't ever do it. Hallelujah, I feel the spirit. (laughs) So, I feel something. (laughs) Yeah, he was just, he, he had a ring on almost every finger and a chain and a watch and a bracelet on the other hand and an earring in one ear. And he just smelled like he rolled in Jakar Noir. Or something <laughs> it was bad who was after that uh should we get into the ones at the apartment i yet? think oh yeah that's a see that's, i've had i get them mixed up i've had three separate stints that was oh, my wow. first stint was after my school. yeah after my high school fiance and then i ended up find meeting somebody in person and so i got off of there and then when we broke up i got back on there briefly and oh yeah that's where i met my gay husband how could i forget about that one that's the story to top all stories i thought you guys met at the sparrow no okay so this is my memory (laughs) yeah so tell me how you remember it i'll tell you this is how it really was this is cj's ex-husband so they go out well she goes out one night with her buddies and he goes out with his friends And at 4 o'clock in the morning, drunkenly, they see each other at a Sparrow. They get hella drunk. And he, being silly, like, proposes to her in the Sparrow. You're getting... And shh, this is what happened. Okay, okay. And so he proposed. And she's like, well, why the hell not? Let's get married. And so they decided to get married after knowing each other for all of, like, four minutes in a Sparrow. And so they spent more time in Nashville at some other bar up north for like two weeks. And then they were like, you know what? I'm serious. Let's legit do this. I'm going to marry the fuck out of you. So they did. And then they went to Sam's Club and bought a ton of bacon (laughs) and ate their bacon on their honeymoon. And then about a year later, 
he was like, yeah, so I like penises. And she's like, okay, well, I kind of thought that. Thank you for clarifying, considering you have a friend named Porkchop that was yelling outside of my door. So that's going to be a whole other episode, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Okay, so there's a we little t- bit of truth to that and a little bit of not. So basically what you did is you took two stories and meshed them together. That's there's I did I did see someone get proposed to at Sabero. It was not me, and it was before I met my gay ex-husband. So, yeah, that was just, I was just out, I was just out bar hopping one night, and naturally, after you go bar hopping, you go eat pizza at Sbarro, and, yeah, there was just this couple, and this guy got down on one knee, and he proposed to this girl at, like, four in the morning, and she started crying, and she said yes, and all their friends were just laughing, and, you know, crying, and taking pictures and stuff. That actually happened, however... That is not how I got engaged. No, I met I met my gay ex-husband on Plenty of Fish. And yeah, he was um, not... At least he didn't advertise himself as gay. <laughs> he, he, uh, he labeled his goods as straight. So <laughs> that's why I thought, you know, it was free game. And he was cute, so I was like, okay, you know, let's do this. And so I, I don't know who sent a message first, him or me, but... Anyways, we got together, and I think we had been dating for maybe a month. Maybe. Three weeks to a month. And his friends, um, or no, 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 some of his family, like an aunt or uncle or cousins or somebody came out. um, They lived out west, and they came out here, and they're like, yeah, take us to all the bars downtown. And so we took them, and we took them to one um, one of the rooftop bars downtown, and we're sitting there, and I had just way too many. And I have pictures from that night, and I don't know why. We were dressed up. He was in a suit. He's a like, weirdo. He was he was in a full-on suit and tie, and I was in, like, literally a prom dress. like a, But a short one. Like, why? a short prom dress and, like, three-inch heels. You know me. I don't wear heels, ever. Ever. Unless they're on boots. Yeah, I wear cowboy boots, not heels, ever. I, w- I don't know what... I don't remember really anything from that night, except for waking up going, I've made some really poor life choices. <laughs> so, no, we were out, and I just remember being really drunk on this rooftop bar, and I was, like, stumbling around on my heels, and I think I twisted my ankle, and I was like, we should drive to the all-night chapel and get married. And he goes, and he goes, yeah! And honestly, I don't really remember who drove us, but somehow we got there. Thank God they were closed. And then I came home and fell asleep and woke up going, oh my God, I almost made a really bad choice. And he woke up going, oh my God, we should totally do it for reals. We should get married. First of all, if a guy ever says for reals, run. Just run. (laughs) Because it's not going to end pretty. So... I mean, I spent the next, like, three or four weeks just trying to convince him that, like, it was too soon. And he spent the next three or four weeks trying to convince me that it was a great idea and we were going to do it one day anyways. Why not now? And so, eventually, I was just like, all right, fine, I'll marry you. And so, one Friday, we went down to the courthouse and we got married. Bing, bang, boom. And, um, 
Yeah, so I was like right in the middle. I was donating my eggs back then. I was right in the middle of a cycle, and you can't have sex during that because you'll get pregnant with like a hundred babies. Right. So I didn't even have sex on the wedding night. I just we went, we honestly we we went and got married. We went to Demas's and had lunch. We went to Sam's Club, and I don't know why, but we bought a shit ton of bacon. <laughs> we went home. True story. We, we ate all this bacon. <laughs> like, I'm talking pounds. Pounds of bacon. Most people measure bacon in slices. We measured it in pounds. So, Fantastic. there was that. And then, like, three days later, I don't know where you got a year, but... It was like three or four days later. He was like, guess what? And I was like, what? And he's like, I used to be gay. I was like, that's not cool. <laughs> used to be. You used to be. You either are or you are not. And I mean, you've seen what I'm working with. I don't have, I don't have a penis. You don't have the proper equipment. I don't have that. So um, you might be barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> he was like, no, I used to be. I'm not anymore. And I was like, mm, you sure about that? And, yeah, he proceeded to tell me that the the guy that he was living with when we met, his quote-unquote roommate, who was 20 years older than us. And, and a preacher. A preacher, and also had three grown children, two of which were older than us. Apparently, that was his lover. So, that was a wake-up call. So, yeah, I got a divorce. Yeah. So that's the story of that. So that was my second stint. And yeah. like an idiot, I went back for more. Yeah. Because why not? <laughs> and so when by the time she went back for her third stint, I was still on the same. Okay, it's half and half. I was in a long-distance relationship with a guy in a different state from me. <coughs> yeah, he was a loser. And... It, um, it was a very rocky thing because I was like, I'm in love with this guy. I'm going to move to like three states over and everything's going to be hunky-dory. And it turns out in the long run. Yeah, that, that happened. And um, I mean, it was so bad. I had changed personality habits. It was ridiculous. And so I had that kind of in the background for almost two years. And since it was a long-distance thing, I could keep it in the background, but still kind of kind of continue with things as well. Yeah. And so me and CJ kind of got divorced around the same time, and we were looking for a place to live. So we decided to move in together. And I'm pretty sure if you've listened to the podcast, you're aware of the apartment on Main uh, that we used to rock. And so during that time, we were both online dating the entire time. And the, the people we brought home, if you've seen the movie Dinner for Schmucks, it was very <laughs> similar to that because we would try to see which of us could bring the biggest loser in. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I won on all accounts. Yeah, I think you did too. Yeah, because I at one point brought home a guy whose wife had died like five days beforehand and he brought his wiener dog with him and he had a really bad stuttering problem the whole time so it was really hard not to laugh still wearing his wedding band yes still in his wedding band which was awful so that was a one and done then there was the guy that somehow found our address he used to work at Kroger no he probably still works at Kroger he somehow found our address and showed up at our door at like 11pm 
that. Yeah, this is when CJ was doulaing at the time, and she was she had placenta in the oven, <laughs> and was crushing up pills for a um, tincture. And he just stumbles on in, like, "Hey, how are you?" And she's, he's like, what are you doing? And she's Growing like, I, placentas, what are you doing? Right, as anyone else does. So we quickly ushered him out of that apartment and, like, locked the door. And we're, bless you. And we were just absolutely terrified for a while. Those are the only two I remember actually coming into the apartment. Um, how can you forget? Oh, hippie oh, Jake. okay. Yeah, Hippie Jake's a whole nother thing. Um, yeah, so... There was this guy, we <laughs> kindly refer to him as Hippie Jake. Kindly? This, we don't okay. kindly do anything to him. Okay. He needs to burn in hell. Yes. Well, this <laughs> was this was the super scary one in which I very well could have been murdered. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's a place around here. We're going to call it Hippie Hill because that's what most people call it around here. It's a commune that is known for drugs and sex trafficking mainly drugs they claim that it's a distillery but it's not and so i didn't know what i was getting myself into but he didn't have a car because it wasn't his day to use the commune car so i had to go pick him up and we went back to the apartment he brought a bottle of dandelion wine that was homemade which means date rape drug so i didn't drink any of that and I made shrimp and grits that honestly were the bomb, and they were so good. But oh, apparently, you got the recipe. yeah, I got the recipe from the chef boyfriend in a different state, so that was fun. <laughs> and so I made shrimp and grits. Everything was good. One thing leads to another, and like he gets super, super mad that I won't sleep with him while we're making out. So he reaches down and bites my boob, like straight up bites, blue and purple tried to bite it off it was so bad that i locked myself in the bathroom and instantly set sent a picture of my boob to cj but unfortunately her boyfriend at the time was like she was driving and he was manning the cell phone so he opened it up and was like whoa there's chris's titty right there in my face here it is except it's bruised and bleeding yes except this there is a wound there's it's a flesh wound (laughs) right what is this and so i uh he so i slept in the bathroom because i was too terrified to come out he i assumed had slept on the couch he may have ended up sleeping in cj's bed and just in case we did take all of her bedding and like had it steam cleaned at the laundromat like it because this guy smelled like 10 year old taco meat it was so bad. He and had dreadlocks. Still, and you still kissed him. I, Ow. I'm telling Why? you, this was so bad. Bad choices were made all around <laughs> on every aspect. And so from what I'm assuming, he's sleeping on the couch. Well, a couple weeks pass by. I do not respond to anything. And he's like sending me threatening emails. And it's just because I didn't give him my phone number. Uh-uh. So he's sending me threatening emails, and eventually, after me not replying, he sent me an email that said, one, I saw the picture of your friend in her room. She's so much hotter than you. And then another one came in saying, oh, by the way, I hope your friend likes what I left in her bra. And so 
she goes looking and she's like, what bra? So there's one that's hanging on her doorknob. It's this really cool, black, studded, sexy bra. And she turns it over inside the cup is just stained with splooge. Jizz. Man nastiness. He just in her bra. I didn't wear it. Yeah, could you imagine? Could you imagine the like squish? You put your boob in the squish. Well, I'm sure it would have been crusty and hard by then, but still. But still, I would burn my nipple off. Like, I didn't even, I'm like, there's no even cleaning this. No, you you have to throw it away. I can't bleach it. I can't clean it. I can't dry clean it. Nothing. I just have to throw it away. And I was so pissed because it was super cute. It was. And that's the craziest thing that I think has ever happened was Hippie Jake. And I mean, and me in the meantime, me and my boyfriend at the time, we were going to Iowa to a concert. So we're like in a cornfield in Illinois when she texts me this. And I'm like, there's not a damn thing I can do. I'm like 400 miles away. I'm like, freaking call the police. Do something. I can't help you. Like, I, help yourself. Do something. <laughs> And she was just like in tears, like sleeping in the bathtub, curled up with the, with the shower curtain, like oh god. I'm like, so oh my bad. god, this is such a disaster. This is so terrible. Yeah, I don't even know how you got. You're damn lucky you got out of that alive. That was actually, I mean, it's Super funny, scary. but it was also we actually scary. changed the locks on the apartment. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, it was because all that time that he was in the bathroom or that you were in the bathroom, you have no idea like what he did other than splooge in your bra. I mean, he he could have he could have taken he could have taken your keys and called an Uber and gone to Walmart and make a copy of the keys and then come back while you were sleeping. You have no idea. Okay, thanks. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's so a now, good thing that we changed the locks because you literally have no idea what he was doing. No. I mean, how long could it have possibly taken him to splooge in my bra? Two I, seconds? I hope. So, I yeah. Know. There was a lot of extra time that there ain't no telling what he did. Well, give me a few <clears throat> of your at the apartment. Um, Let's see. So, there was... Well, you have to wait. This... Okay, so this one guy... Um, he... I mean, he, there, he wasn't anything special. I mean, he was cute and everything. He had a decent job and... We um, got together and we went, I think we just went, just, we took an inner tube down to the river and just sat there. No, no, no. This is a different oh. one. The burning hat guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, took it, took some inner tubes down to the river and just um, floated for the day and drank and talked and he seemed nice and everything. So we came back to the apartment and had a little fun and then... He left a bunch of stuff. Like, he had brought this big, like, a full-size cooler with, like, all these drinks and snacks and stuff. And then he had, um, he brought, like, a change of clothes and a hat and all this other stuff. And, um, he, we had, before he left that night, he had made plans that we were going to get together, like, two or three nights from then. And so he left a bunch of that stuff at my apartment. And so the night that he was supposed to come over a couple of nights later... Um, I was going to cook something, and so I was cooking, and I texted him, and I was like, oh my gosh, it smells so good, and it was one of those, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was in the crock pot, so it was cooking all day long, and I texted him, and I was like, yeah, it smells so good, and that was like probably two or three hours before he was supposed to come over, no response, and so I texted him closer to time, and I was like, you still coming? No response. So the time that he was supposed to be there came and gone, he never showed up, and so I was like, fine. 
motherfucker. I'm going to teach you a lesson. You ain't getting none of your shit back. I'm taking your cooler. I'm drinking your drinks. I'm eating your snacks. And I'm burning your hat in my kitchen sink. Boom. And that's what we did. It is. We set his hat on fire in my kitchen sink. It's the best therapy. Yeah, it is. If you ever just really need to just get some anger out. Burn something. Burn something. Take something of somebody's that you really want to hurt and set it on fire. Well, you haven't had much luck when it comes to guys and rafts on the the river. river. Yeah, there's another one. (laughs) So, (laughs) this dude... I don't know. How how did we even, like, decide that you were going to tag along and be a third wheel on my date? So how you did didn't that get murdered, I, I think. guess. I guess we just... This is probably the first date after Hippie Jake. I think so. And so we were like, oh, better safe than sorry. So I was like, okay, well, you know, me and this guy, we're going to go... I had an inflatable um, canoe at the time, and so I'm like, oh, well, we're going to go canoe the, the river that's close to our house, and so I was like, well, you know, I, t- I told this guy, I'm like, I hope you don't mind, but we had like a really bad slash scary experience, and so she's going to tag along if you don't mind, and even if you do mind, she's still tagging along, and so um, so he, we all, all three of us go down to the river, I think me and him were in the canoe, and Chris had a... Um, uh, an inner tube or something. And um, so we got caught. I think, I don't know if we got out of the canoe or we flipped over or something happened. And we got caught in the current and I lost a flip-flop and I was trying to get through the current and I got a Charlie horse in one of my calves and so I went down hard. Then I got a Charlie horse in my other calf so I was just completely incapacitated. And in the meantime, Chris had already flipped her inner tube and she was struggling too. And I can swim because I took bubble guppy lessons at the YMCA when I was eight. So I'm underwater going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm screaming, save her first. And he had a hold. I think she flipped over first and he had a hold of her arm or her raft or something. And then I went down hard with my two Charlie horses and he like literally like he didn't just let go of her arm. He like practically pushed her under and he was like, CJ needs me. And he's like, if she screams, I'm going to go save her. And he just like completely leaves Chris behind and just comes to save me. I'm like, what are you doing? You basically just told my best friend that you're going to let her drown. I can swim. I'm just incapacitated at the moment. I'll float downstream. I'll let my my Charlie horses ride it out. And I'll be fine. I'll just have to walk back a mile. It's fine. She Meanwhile, you mean her... limp back. Whatever, limp back. Meanwhile, her, she's going to freaking in, inhale every bit of this river. And she's going to die. Save her life. What are you doing? Well, so... We didn't go back to him. I we said didn't. we like we were. And, well, we're back. a package deal, so... Yeah, basically. Yeah, we didn't go back to him. I told him to take a hike. Yeah, there was that. There were there were a couple of little ones. There was a guy in West Memphis, Arkansas. He was like 20 years old, super young. Um, he said he had his own place, and what he meant by that was a trailer that was like duct taped to his grandma's trailer in the same lot in the park. And he he had legitimately had a raccoon in the roof that was scurrying the entire time. He offered me ravioli. Yeah. He he offered me ravioli and booty. 
It I'm wasn't like, even Chef Boyardee. It was like Chef yeah. Bon Appetit or something. Yeah, Chef Boner, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a problem. So I drove <laughs> literally to Arkansas for that. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm coming back. Yeah. There's none of that. And then... What um, was it? Basketball Mike or something? It was Basketball Ma- Matt. Basketball <laughs> I can't tell. Matt. Yeah, he was like seven foot four and the biggest dick I had ever seen in my life. It was like... <laughs> half of his body weight it was amazing yeah and so like he had to unroll it out of his pants it was amazing so i'm like i will drive two hours every day if i have to so um unfortunately it didn't pan out i don't remember what exactly happened i know i think his house was like hit by a tornado and i had said something insensitive and he was like yeah lol no so we stopped talking which really bummed me out super sad um those that's all the little ones that i can really think of and then that guy that was um, I can't. We nicknamed every last one of them, and I can't remember. Yeah. Oh. Oh. The, the one. Which old guy? Well, I mean, he was at the time. I was like twenty-four or twenty-five. Oh, he was like he thirty-five, was 30, 30. thirty-eight. Didn't we just that's, call him thirty-eight? Yeah, we just called him thirty-eight. That's right. That's yeah. right. And I was like, I was all concerned because he has, um, he has two girls, and a, I can't remember their ages at the time. But whatever their ages were, they were old enough that, like, if we were out in public, people would. And they'd know that they aren't mine. They'd think you're the nanny. Yeah, I'm the nanny, or maybe I'm An his older sister. His like he really, really screwed up at age twelve <laughs> and had a baby. I don't know, but like there was no way that people would believe that. Maybe his youngest, they probably could have bought if I'd gotten knocked up at like sixteen. But his oldest, there wasn't. Yeah. There was no way. She just could not get over <clears throat> the mental fact that he was thirty-eight. She yeah, just, I just it did not work. Yeah. But then there was. But one. he was. But yeah. nowadays, like I actually, he added me on Facebook. Like what recently? Uh, yeah, like yes. three or four days ago. He's like loaded. Nice. I mean, I knew he was loaded. You done. You done fucked up. <laughs> I knew he was loaded back then, like, cause he, he had. I think he worked at Bridgestone, and he nice. was. Um, I don't know what he did there, but he had like a really, really nice Jeep and like two different houses and a boat, and now he had he like lives on a houseboat. Dude. And has like all these jet skis and all these other boats. Ask and... him if you can bring Chris with you and just move <laughs> no, in. Oh, I'm good. I'm so good. Oh, God. I, because after I was done with him, I kind of pawned him off on two of my other friends, and they've had him, too. Nice. So he's kind of made his rounds around the group. He's done. Yeah. Let him set him free. He's done. No. I remember <laughs> his his name is the name of an actual, like, serial killer, like, movie. Mike Isn't Myers. It? No. Do you remember Mike Myers? Yes. The one, he took me to Opry Mills, the big mall here. Yes. And he was like, come meet my mom. She works at this kiosk. Yeah. He introduced me to his mom on our first date, yep. who was working the kiosk. And then we sat in my car for literally six hours. I like if I could have gotten out, gone to the passenger side and pulled him out of my car, it would have been easier than trying like, okay, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thanks. It was really nice meeting you. Okay, bye. And yeah. it it got to the like we kept talking and he was like, "So I've been looking at jobs closer to your area." And I'm like, wait a second. You've been talking for five minutes. Yeah, you think that you're going to, like, move into my house and get a job. And I'm like, whoa, buddy. No. There will be none of this. I mean, you're already ahead of my ex-husband, but. But still. (laughs) 
No. And then there was that random guy from Lebanon. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He was, like, on his way to a camping trip, and he just, like, stopped by. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And then <laughs> that was weird. Um, yeah, it was. I think that's pretty much it before I found... Was was there... Oh! Oh, Corey. 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 Yes. Oh, God. How could you forget I Corey? Was, so the one... And cherry cupcake. I know. So the one right before my husband... He was, like, at the point, at that point, he was pretty much a dreamboat for me. Like, he had this long, sexy black hair, and he had these really pretty blue eyes, and he listened to my music, and he was just into all the things I was into. He lived somewhat close nearby, and he was just awesome. And he was super nice and said all the right things, and it was just, it was so good. But it turns out... That he, anytime we tried to meet up anywhere, like, I bought concert tickets to see one of our favorite bands, and he stood me up, and I took his mom. I took his mother to the concert that I I bought us tickets for. I remember that. Because he, I have to work. I can't get out of work. Work called me in. Mm, Pretty sure it didn't. Yeah. He worked at Kroger. Nobody is calling him in. It was the stupidest thing. And, like, I in, I invited him to come over to my mom's for the 4th of July. The last second, every single time, at the very last second, he if would he just... he even gave you an excuse. Ex- yeah. Sometimes he'd just stand you up. Yeah, for two or three days, he would disappear. He would completely ghost me for days at a time. Well, I got on Facebook, and somebody on Facebook had marked him as in a relationship with him. And it turned out it was this girl. She had her Facebook name as Cherry... And then the last name was Cupcake, but hold it. It was C-U-P-C-A-Y-K-E. Cherry Cupcake. Cake. It was the stupidest thing. So I called him out and I was like, "Mm, I hear you like cupcakes, bitch. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like sweets. And I'm like, "Mm, let me have a talk with you. So Let me just show you this (laughs) screenshot of this bitch. With flaming red hair and a freaking dollop on top of her head. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like she looks like a freaking cherry cupcake sundae all wrapped in a... I don't know. Creative. I don't know what... <laughs> yeah, so... It, I don't know what the hell she looked yeah. like. There's not even words to describe no. it. She was like this weird... Awkward. Yeah. So I had Sorry. I had to get rid of him. It was a, it was a bad deal. Yeah. And like the week that I was getting rid of him is when I got messages from my current husband. And honestly how it happened, I was scrolling through and I checked out his profile a couple of times. I sent him a message and he never replied. Acted like I didn't exist. Well, a few weeks later, I was scrolling around again and found him. And he sent me a message and he was like, I saw you've been peeping my profile. Why don't you say hi? And I'm like, I did. I did. And you ignored me. And he's like, I never got the message. And he still swears to this day he never got the message. But I'm like, no, I had to bug you before you would answer me. So, oh my God. Okay, so that's a different (laughs) thing. So it was, are you thinking what I'm thinking? No. Jumping out of, remember the closet in my old house when it was abandoned? Oh God. We have to to save it for a different one. You know what? There we go. There's our cliffhanger. That's what we're going to end oh the story on. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to I'm going to tease next next episode. It involves CJ sitting in a closet, a safe word, some whips and a contract. The end. Wait, you're going to give him more than that. Nope, nope, that's it. No. The end. Nope, that's it. The end. We're out. Damn it. Until next time.
This concludes our broadcast day. Good night, and God bless America.